doctor in the house. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. Oh, man, it's a good thing there's a doctor in the house today. Dr. Batar, advanced medicine. Uh, you know, the men need help now, too. I thought it was only women that were frightened of doctors, but evidently the first guy in the U.K. has now removed his prostate because of Angelina Jolie. You know, it's amazing, Robert, that we don't even fully understand all the functionings and all the utilization in the body for a male for the prostate and for a female of the uterus. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that a study that was done and published in Germany by Dr. Dawes, who is a good friend of mine. I haven't seen him in years, but Dr. Dawes did a study of looking at men with prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. And they basically divided the groups into two different groups. It was a retrospective analysis, and they looked at people that had radical prostatectomies or even even just TERPs, the transurethral resections of the per, uh, prostate. Which are per, versus, pretty nasty. I mean, it's just like you read about these things and you talk to folks that have been through it, men that have been through it. It's not pleasant. No, absolutely. Once you have a TERP, you're never going to have an erection. Um, well, you may, in a slight chance, maybe 10% of people may have erections, but you'll always dribble. You'll never have, you know, full, you, you'll be incontinent, basically. Right, you'll right. always be dribbling. But the point is that in this group, they looked at radical prostatectomy slash TERP in one group. In the other group, no surgical intervention, okay? They yeah. just let the, let, the pro, let, let the process and the disease kind of do what it's going to do. Right. But here's what they found. In the, in the population, if you adjusted it for various factors, for example, did the person die of cancer, did they not die of cancer, or how, whenever they died of cancer, they just adjusted the data just to look at the purely just the fact that they had the removal of the prostate versus not having the prostate removed. And they found that the people that did not have their prostates removed lived an average of three and a half years longer than the group that had the removal of the prostate, meaning that there are certain functions that the prostate provides that we still don't understand. We, we're not fully understand. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. fully understand it. Yes. Well, we look, so, we look at women and, and the uterus and longevity, right? The, the ability, how, do, how do we know what, how the prostate impacts that if you're seeing uh, an extension of life, even keeping a cancerous prostate? Well, that's exactly the point. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the point because the analogous organ in the female is the uterus. You know, it, it's analogous to the prostate in a man. Right. And so I, I don't, I'm not aware of any studies done on the uterus, but I know on the prostate it was done. And so when we start removing these organs – we don't know what the implications are. I mean, to have breast tissue removed, forgot. I mean, when I heard this on the news, I, I mean, I was looking at my wife going, what in the name of God are people doing? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Angelina I mean, what, Jolie, she removes her breast with stage negative zero. She's got no cancer and she removes her breasts. <laughs> I, I'm trying to understand something here, too. The fact that they think that, listen, I have this whatever gene mm-hmm. without, even, without even considering the environmental trigger – and now let me go ahead and remove my breast as if that's going to prevent the cancer if it's going to come in the first place. That's the most ludicrous part. I mean, to remove the breast 
that's just stupidity in the first place. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I think that I think that that individual, if they're considering removing some part of the brain, I mean, some part of the body, they should remove part of their brain. They should do a frontal lobotomy so that they at least don't end up maiming the rest of their system. Yeah, I know. Stop them from hurting the rest of themselves for using that brain that is not functioning properly. Clearly. And, and, you know, I just talked with Dr. Nick Gonzalez, uh, or Dr. Batar, and he, ha- he has a, a, a woman that's been with him in pra- 23 years. She had stage four metastatic breast cancer and brain cancer. She's alive 23 years later, despite what the doctors tried to do to her before she went holistic with Dr. Nick. 23 years later, and she had a stage four, which supposedly you can't do anything about. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that never gets covered in the old media. That's why we got to keep doing what we're doing. Well, Robert, you've seen even the videos that you did all the narration for i mean on that yeah. video elreen is a video in fact you can go to medicalrewind.com and see that she's a person that was an oncological nurse for 40 years she was a nurse she got breast cancer she had stage four can well i'm sorry she had stage two cancer stage 2b i believe it was they did a they did chemo they did radiation they gave her a clean bill of health five years later cancer comes back now it's in her it was a routine exam when they found it it was in her scalp in her brain, in her spine, in her spleen, in her lungs, in her liver, and of course in the breast. So seven sites. They give her three months to live, and you can see her on video. You know, incrementally over a nine-year, ten-year period of what yeah. she went through. You've seen that yourself. Yeah. You know, but it's there's stories like that all over the place. I mean, we've got a couple of hundred of them, and we've got them all video documented. People can get on the internet and look at it. In fact, you even know Rosie personally, one of my patients that's yes. gotten a letter certified mail from her surgeon saying that she had six months left to live if she didn't do anything. Hmm. You know, the atrocities they committed with her after she went through our treatment, she went back and the tech said, I can't see any lesions. They called the doctor. The doctor comes in and says, oh, not, now, not only do I see lesions, but they're more and they're bigger. And what are you doing? You need to do blah, 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 get surgery, chemo, radiation. They scared the living you bejeebers out of right, yeah. Yeah, and, and she's what? She's uh, 11. She's 12 years out now. I just talked to her last week, two weeks ago. She's supposed to come up to the office for a just a routine check. She's not having any problems. She just said, I, it's been a long time since I've had my metals checked. I mean, you know her personally. She's been one of my patients now 11, 12 years. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. But they don't want anybody to see these people because that's the humanity side of this that cannot be propagandized or PR'd out of existence. You know, that's why Gonzalez is writing up 120 of his case histories for his next book. And you've got the video proof. These are the kind of things that are most devastating and damaging to those that would restrict this awareness to you know, chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery, and I just say surgical uh, deficiencies don't exist in cancer, but that's what they treated Jolie as if having. And this guy in the UK, you have a surgical deficiency. That's why you have cancer. We just have to do surgery. You won't have cancer, and it's just ludicrous because keeping the prostate, even if it has cancer, you'll live longer. Exactly. That's what the study that Dawes incredible did showed, and it was clear. It wasn't even close. It was. Three and a half or 3.7 years, it was way, way different than if you had surgery. And so why would anybody, knowing that, let's say, there's a, it, actually the philosophy that they're following right now is the vaccine philosophy. The vaccine philosophy that I must potentially mm-hmm. protect myself from this rare, uh, I don't know what the relevance of the disease is, how often it shows up, but it's a possibility that my child <laughs> could get this. Yeah, yeah. So I will knowingly poison them just in order to make sure that if there is some type of potential infectious disease they could, in the rare occurrence, pick up, I will go ahead and knowingly poison them. I mean, it's the most idiotic logic, but it's all fear-based because if a person were to even 
understand this on a rudimentary level, they would never do it. But the fear mongering is what creates that, oh my God, if I don't do it, then I'm not going to be following with the re- the rest of the herd, and the herd must be right. So let mm. me just go right off the cliff with the rest of them. Yeah, we're we're a bunch of stupid lemmings out here, and I'm, of course, company present company accepted. And those listening to the show, you, you've woken up if you're listening to the Advanced Medicine Monday version of the Robert Scott Bell Show right here with Doctor Batar. But think about this: your family members, your friends, your loved ones that that are actually praising Angelina Jolie and probably going to praise this guy in England for going. Oh, you're so you're my hero. You're so courageous to have your body mutilated like Angelina did. And 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 oh my gosh, we gotta we gotta give you a medal. Maybe the maybe the uh, maybe Prince. Well, Prince Charles wouldn't do that. I mean, he's sort of holistically inclined, but somebody might over there in England. Well, it's uh, interesting that. One of the people that has regularly gotten chelation for the last, I don't know, 40, 50 years is supposed to be the Queen of England mm-hmm. who goes and gets chelation done regularly. I, I found that when I've heard that and I met the doctor that supposedly does all this, it's uh, it was pretty interesting. But a lot of these people, behind the scenes, they do what we talk about all the time. They themselves. eat organic, non-GMO, raw milk, real milk. They do homeopathy. Yep. I mean, these these folks know it. That's how some of the, I mean, look, the Queen's, how old are, how old she, I mean, they're not stupid. Look, they might be nefarious on some agenda uh, plane, but they're not stupid about their own health. And, right. uh, you know, while the rest of us are, are relegated to this, uh, well, we own you. Yeah, we own your patent. We got a patent on your genes, right? And, of course, the Queen will be accepted in that. But, I mean, this is the kind of world. Let me ask you, you this question. How do we even know that she actually had a surgery done? I, I mean, I, I find... We, I don't know. Honestly, I said, show me the scars, Angelina. Show us the scars. So in the meantime, yeah. but there's so much else phony about it that we called them out on when Mike and I did this last week. Who knew it would take off? I mean, the YouTube got 120,000 uh, views already and banned by YouTube on one of them that we did because we were cutting so close to the truth about, listen, they want to patent every gene in our body and, 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 and you know, basically claim ownership over us. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Well, they're going to keep on trying, and it's uh, it's a blessing that you know you and Mike got this information out. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw the newscast about it. The first thing I thought was they're they're trying to get other people to go out and follow this self mutilation yeah definitely. behavior. And and look, it looks to be successful. Ninety five percent, if I can say it, this is just a loose uh, estimate of all the mainstream media outlets and the respondents to their outlets, like online, are all going, rah, rah, Angelina, we're so proud of you. You're, you're a courageous woman. You know, the 5% that are awake are going, are you nuts? What is this? You've mutilated your body. For what? And the, the National Cancer Institute, and I, I read this last hour, said they don't even really know if the brick of gene actually causes it in everybody or anybody. I mean, honestly, it was just a, a family kind of, uh, you know, look into this gene relationship. And we know, again, gene expression is everything. What causes the genes to express? Well, I'll tell you, I personally do not think she had the surgery. I, I honestly don't believe that she had it done. Well, if Brad Pitt was smart, he wouldn't let her. But I, again, I don't know. We're going on what was claimed. I just don't know until we examine her ourselves. But again, our wives might not like that. Well, I don't need an examiner. I, I just want, just, like you said, just show the scars. I'm mean, just have a third-party independent person just uh, assess that and see if she really had them because I honestly don't believe hmm. that. So, I mean, they, she seems to be pretty informed in certain levels. I just can't see somebody like that. And I see her being the perfect person to set this all up and getting sure. paid handsomely to do it for the agenda that was that was out there. But I can't see somebody 
I don't know. I mean, it's, well, this is hard to speculate. I don't know her, but certainly she works for the UN, which raises a lot of suspicions for me. Uh, why she's adopting orphans from other countries. There's plenty of orphans here in America that need help as well. Uh, I'm just, you know, curious as to her motivation. But she's also, from what I understand, a member of the what are the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations. So there's a lot of strangeness related to Jolie and the game she's playing. Yeah, well, that's true. So, hey, let's take a break here. We're Advanced Medicine Monday, new time slot every day, 3 to 5. And, of course, Mondays we kick it off in high style. And we are going to talk about the Advanced Medicine Seminar that just transpired. Liam Sheff was there. I'm curious to hear what Dr. Batar has to say about it. So we'll be right back. The Power to Heal, you know whose it is. And we'll remind you about that more after we get back. The Robert Scott Bell Show. In the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's like a Chicago road show this month. We had uh, Advanced Medicine Seminar. It was uh, just in Chicago. I'm heading up to Chicago for Autism One and then next uh, month also for Health Freedom Expo. And Dr. Batar, you were just there and Liam in the same city. The, the city was big enough for both of you. Well, he, he came to um, give a presentation at the Advanced Medicine Seminar, so it had to be big. Enough well, he, yes, he contacted me. He was very excited. I was thrilled that he could make it there to present based on his book, Official Stories, and everything else that, that let loose on. I'll tell you, he was, uh, he was excited. He said, I just I couldn't believe I was watching Dr. Batari. He said, man, that guy works without a net. I just, and he always comes back around to it. It's, it was great. He was, he was very impressed, uh, Dr. Batari, very impressed. Well, he did an outstanding job giving a great presentation, and we were talking about this. In fact, in, in the symposium, I mentioned that from a marketing perspective, they always say you should first define the problem, accentuate the problem, so that then it's natural for an individual to move in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And I've never bothered doing that. I just tell the truth about toxicity, and that's all I've ever done. But sure. Liam really paints an interesting and deeply mind-moving, I guess is the only way to put it. I mean, mm-hmm. tapestry. He he paints this picture, and just like in the book, he he makes you think. You know, it's kind of like, wait a second, what if this? Uh-huh. And then you go from, what if this is true to, how can this not be true to, oh, my God, has a wool been pulled over my eyes this long? Exactly. You know, they go through this phase, and um, I think that, I told Liam, I said, I think you should do, you should be my opening act. <laughs> you paint the picture. All yeah. I got to do is come in and give it the solution. I don't have to talk about all the problems anymore. Right. I know. And the way he does, it's very entertaining. And it's like he's doing stand-up comedy, but about things that just uh, uh, incredibly eye-opening and mind-opening. Yeah, it is. Well, I was like I said, I was, I was thrilled. I heard that Jim Halver inv- invited him to come down and do a, do a thing at his seminar, too. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I wasn't sure about that, but that's good. That's excellent. Yeah. So listen, we got a lot more coming up. I mean, Charlotte, North Carolina is going to be a big one, big one in July. Yeah, Charlotte's going to be the probably the biggest one. We are actually expecting people from all over. Even at this one in Chicago, we had people coming from Kansas. We uh-huh. had people coming from Michigan. We had people coming from Wisconsin. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, I was just really pleased that we had people coming from such a distance. I don't think we had anybody coming as far as 
from Idaho, like we had that lady that came down. Right, that drove down. Yeah, that was incredible. But uh, listen. Although we had had a doctor that came in from Italy, remember? That's right. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. So, I mean, the the word is out, of course, that this message is, is crossing all boundaries and barriers and nations and backgrounds. And that's what's so exciting. You know, every time I hear from folks from around the world realizing that, the message is resonating. I mean, it, it, you know, they're feeling the energy of it, and it's making sense, and it's exciting, and it's empowering, of course, all of that. And, of course, the advanced medicine seminars are incredibly empowering. And so next one coming up in Charlotte. So that's uh, that's something to put on your calendar. We're planning to do a road trip on up for that. If I wasn't having to be in Chicago two times already, I'd have made it up again, but I didn't want to be away from the family for too much, and I had Liam there. So I was like, hey, he's covered. Right. Well, that's true. It was. You know, I got to tell you a funny story that happened at the seminar. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lady there by the name of Liz, uh-huh. and her husband was sitting. Her and her husband were sitting in the front row, and um, I think after the first session break, she says to me, "She says, I don't know whether you know this, or maybe her husband said this. I can't remember." She said, uh, "I don't know whether you know this or not, but I have a standing date with you every Monday uh-huh. at you know, whatever time it was in a local." Yeah. And she said, I, "I tune into you religiously and." And I was laughing because the way she put it, she said, you don't even know this, but we have a date every Monday. And so, <laughs> I, you know, those kind of things, it's it's really heartwarming to hear that. Yes. Well, it's it, And I told her husband, I said, you do know I've never met your wife before. <laughs> Just to be sure, right? <laughs> right. Uh, she said that she had to drag him mm-hmm. there. Okay. But at the end of the seminar, he came up, shook my hand, and he said, you know what? This was definitely worth coming up here for. And I said, well, you know, I don't know where you came from to just drive across the street. I don't know what that means. Yes. And he goes, no, we drove five hours one way to get here. Nice. Well, you know, all of your you spouses out there, uh, and if your other, if the other spouse is not ready to get, okay, you, you're married. You can grab them and take them with you. I'm not telling you to grab a stranger, but if you're married, bring them. They will thank you for it. As an example that Dr. Batar just released right there. Indeed, people come away from it. Uh, if they're a little cynical coming in or skeptical, even that's okay. If they're not fans yet, they will be after you go to an advanced medicine seminar. And to that one particular fan who has a date with Dr. Batar, we're sorry he's a couple of hours, two or three hours late today because we've just started in a new t- in a new time zone or day part. So don't worry. It's just as good from 3 to 5 in the afternoon Eastern time. So you're welcome here even now. Well, and I want to tell Liz I appreciate her being such a loyal listener. Mm-hmm. And to everybody that listens to us every week, I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, listen, we, we, we really appreciate it, absolutely, and it's, it's the reason we come here to do this. We're not ones that would typically talk into a vacuum, although we enjoy talking to each other, we do, but we're happy that you're here with us. It makes it all, all the better. Well, Robert, I'd like to take a couple of seconds here, though, to mm-hmm. actually explain what I mean that I'm grateful, and I think that sure. it, it warrants this, because it's not just grateful because, you know, there's a listener. This, it's a selfish reason, and I actually talked to the attendees at this Advanced Medicine Seminar in Chicago. Mm-hmm about it. And here's why it's a selfish reason. Because if an individual has gotten information that is pertinent to them, that has helped them, that may end up improving their life or a loved one's life in some way, fashion, or form, whether it's a piece of information that changes their life from a health perspective or it empowers you because of a piece of knowledge that you've now acquired, whatever the reason, it's made a positive impact on your life. Now, in the future, whenever you think about me, or if Robert was able to do that for you, Robert, mm-hmm. that is 
and intention. You are thinking about that person in a positive manner. Yes. That is no different than a prayer. An intention and a prayer, it's the same thing. You are positively thinking about that individual. Well, through the ethos, the message that you send that individual when you think about them, you don't have to ask or say or project or do some kind of ritual. I'm just saying just you literally think of that person and it's a positive thought. That positive thought, that intention, that prayer empowers me more. And, and if, they, if they do it for you, Robert, it's empowering you more. So yeah. there is an energetic shift and push and power that the individual is giving you. They're sharing it with you. They're giving you their power. And the more power you give to others, the more power you get back in return. So there is, when I say I appreciate that, there is mm-hmm. a very tangible reason for that appreciation. It's not just, I'm not saying it loosely that I, I appreciate it. No, no, it's it. not a, a casual thank you, ma'am. It, it's, it, and, and you know the thing that I'm hearing here as well, and what's unique about what we're doing, what you're doing, Dr. Batar, you're not abusing that power. See, the thing is, out there, people have learned, sometimes the hard way, and sometimes that's, unfortunately, it may be necessary, whether it's it just happens. I've learned a lot of things the hard way, and I'm grateful for the lesson. But that most people will take that power that you give them and abuse you with it. We see evidence of it in government. We see evidence of it in multinational corporations that want to own you, right? But what we're trying to do, and I think we're doing it to a great degree, is taking that power that you give us and literally, as you said, mushrooming and making it grow even larger for you to utilize just as well for your healing or for whatever you're here to do. And and that's exactly what I'm saying, Robert. And I really, truly, from the depths of my heart, truly appreciate it. And I also want to say that when we found out that the FDA listens to the show and they've cited the show, yes, that was a really interesting shift that occurred for me because one, mm-hmm. I was I was impressed with ourselves. I was like, wow, <laughs> we're that good unless you listen to us. That was one. Yes. But the other part was hope that maybe somebody, some you know, neophyte there is actually going to get it and maybe you know, um, make a difference. Who knows? Right. Well, well listen, right. well, there's always that one person that and I says, say neophyte in an yeah. affection manner. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I, I'm thinking about the the way that somebody will stand up and do something differently. That one person that says, no, I'm not doing that, right? The one person who says, no, I'm not following orders. Those are blatantly not only unconstitutional, but they're just plain wrong. Yeah, that's all it takes. One, and then it starts after that. Yeah, that's the crescendo that occurs. And, of course, the beautiful symphony that plays when everybody figures this thing out and, and just starts, uh, let's say, utilizing their power positively, giving it to those who are taking that power responsibly and, and and let's say, making it bigger, making it better for you, not to take it away from you. So, anyway, we're going to take a break here. Advanced Medicine Monday continues. Uh, the next Advanced Medicine Seminar, we have it linked up in the show notes. We also have an announcement about another one coming up and. uh Well, it's a very exciting time. Despite a lot of hardships out there, we know, but there are a lot of things that you can do to ride and surf through it all. We'll be back and let you know more about that after this. The Robert Scott Bell Show. In the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Advanced Medicine Monday continues here. And of course, if you're a new listener, you should know if you don't already, just go to the show notes at robertscottbell.com. You'll also see the international best selling book by Dr. Batar, The Nine Steps 
to keep the doctor away, even if you never were able to attend an advanced medicine seminar, that will go a long way and has been for a while now to get people to understand how to tap, tap into this power to heal and what to do, what not to do. The stories are in there. It's, uh, it's very moving, very telling. And, of course, if you're ever able to make it, coming up. And in Charlotte, North Carolina, it's the next one, July 19th and 20th. All the healthcare providers out there, 19 and 20. And then on the 20th, open for everybody. And I understand this one's going to be up. This is in your backyard. This is going to be in your neighborhood, in a sense. Yes, it is, actually. It's going to be right here in Charlotte. So hopefully we'll be able to get the word out to everybody. There are a lot of people that have already shown an interest from all over. Actually, more people from, like usual, more people from outside the state than in the state. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just because we have more patients from out of state and out of the country than we do in state. So. Right. Well, now, will this be held in your facility or a hotel local to nearby where you are? No, the, our facility won't be large enough to handle what we're going to be doing, Robert. But may, depending on how many providers we have, we may end up doing that portion in the clinic. But we'll certainly be able to go through the clinic so people can kind of see it if they want to. We may end up doing that. But the second day event, which will be open to everybody, that definitely will not be in the clinic because we won't have enough space. We've sure. already got more people registered than we can handle. So. Well, very exciting. And I also hear people are trying to register because we announced it, I think, briefly last week that upcoming, the big one, Cancun, and that is in Mexico. That's going to be the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Are they coming to the event? No, we're going to be there. They're going to be there at the same time. We got Advanced Medicine, and this is a week-long retreat that is so extraordinary. We've gone through it a little bit, but I know people are anxious to sign up. Is the uh, sign-up available yet, or is it just about to be put up? I think it is up now, Robert, but uh, certainly they can call uh, the number at the Advanced Medicine Seminars and talk to them. The problem is that there's a couple of other last-minute details that we want to put up on the site. So I don't think that's been done, but it may be done. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. But regardless, people can register. We've already had people register over the phone. Okay. And uh, the one thing that my special projects manager's assistant, Cindy, mentioned to me was that when people have found out about the cost of it, everyone has so far said, really? That's that's." per couple or per person. And when we said it was per couple, they couldn't believe that that was a cost. It was very inexpensive. It works out to be less than $280 a night, which includes a seminar, includes all food, all drinks, all entertainment, the Beach Boys, Dolphins, Spa, you know, Jacuzzi Suite on the ocean, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really, really an incredible deal that they've got set up. Plus, they're going to be picked up at the airport. The only thing it doesn't include is uh, the airline ticket right but think about this a whole week of of fully being pampered and getting an event like advanced medicine there's just nothing like it that's ever happened before like this so uh these two-day events are sensational but uh, you know tie it in all in together and like i said we've got the links up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com and bear with us if we don't have all of the information up to register but as you said there's a phone number you can link to and we've got that so very i would like to mention one other thing Mm -hmm. if you go to a seminar if if you go to a retreat like this and, and there's a presentation there's a learning component and you're writing this off for business expense which you can, yes. or for health expense, which you can, then it's really a free, <laughs> a free presentation, a free uh, seminar for a free vacation for you. Yeah, it's a, it is a extraordinary. So look at it from all of those angles, and then come on down to Cancun. It's going to be sensational. So, what kind of things do we got to cover uh, in the news, or any healing stories that came out this past weekend for you in Chicago? You know, there's always some amazing. Amazing revelations that come out when we're together, when, when these groups get together with people and start talking amongst each amongst themselves and then bringing them back out to the audience. 
One of the things that happened at this particular seminar, and as you know, Robert, the ones that you've been to before, mm-hmm. the conversation always is different. It's always unique. Although we may have some commonalities where we talk about the seven toxicities, etc., the actual gist of the seminar is unique in that we cover a specific component, which is of the Build a Successful Life uh, program that we've done before. So this time I talked about belief. And it was very interesting, some of the answers I got. But during that component, there were definite shifts that occurred in the audience. At one point, I will tell you that I made some commentary. I don't even remember exactly what I'd said, but I counted out loud in front of everybody the number of people that had a shift, that energetically had a shift, that were crying. Mm. Okay. And it was seven people just in the first three rows that I could see that it had created a shift for because it was a release. And I'm embarrassed that I don't even remember exactly what that point is. But, but you know, when you're in the moment, <laughs> yes. the moment, you don't remember what the point was because whatever it was, it wasn't a few. It was from above. Right. And it channels through you for lack of a better term. But I found it to be such an important – my observation was that this type of information is of such importance to the entire population. And I made the comment at the end of that little section that I know – that there is one person in this room that really, really needed this. I mean, extremely important how much they needed it. Can anybody tell me who that person is? Mm-hmm. And a guy in the back, absolute back row, like the seventh row back, eighth row back, whatever it was, raised his hand. And I said, yes. And he pointed to me. He said, you. And I said, that's exactly right. Really? Because yeah, Absolutely. He nailed it. He nailed it. Now, why did I need it? Because the the week of this seminar, this last this past weekend, right before getting on the plane, I hadn't even showered. I hadn't even packed. My wife was calling me saying, should I bring your suitcase to you? Because, I mean, I was at the office. We were still dealing with the uh, attorney and the FDA issue. And Josh made the comment because he's getting ready to he was getting ready to leave to go out of the country. And he said to me, he said, this is the last thing you need right now is to go to do the seminar. Huh. And I said, no, it's the most important thing for me to do right now. Yes. Because this is where I get my power. The most important time that you learn something is when you're teaching something. And in fact, teaching allows you to really hone in your skills and really focus in on what is important because you think you may know it, but until you teach it, you that then and only then can you really experience the the height of that knowledge that you've achieved or, or what that you've gained. And it was clear that everybody in that room had gotten a tremendous amount of benefit because again, you've got at least from the six or seven people that I could see in the first two rows that were that had tears in their eyes, so you know it benefited them. But when I made that comment about you know who really needs this right now I and mean, who I, I just said that I only know that one person definitely needed it yes. so that's why it happened because obviously the seminar doesn't always go that way in fact this is the first time it's gone that way but everybody needed it you could tell everybody needed it there's no doubt about that but for me in my experience I needed it and I thanked everybody for being there because they allowed me to experience the therapy that I needed the most <laughs> and of course everybody laughed about that but that 
in essence, was the truth. So it was different. And one of the comments, too, that I want to bring up that one of the fathers that came, that he's actually a father of a patient of mine, and I didn't recognize him because I've never actually met him personally. He's been seeing my nurse practitioner. Um, he's a pharmacist and made a really interesting comment to me. And he said that, I guess this was a couple of years ago, that if I remember the story correctly, his wife had gestational diabetes and they had tried everything. The baby was born, everything was done, but she still was suffering. They tried all sorts of different things and nothing worked. And then he heard on the Robert Scott Bell show, he heard you mention something about chromium mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. chromium. I guess it was chromium piconolate. Well, no, it was, the, it was the GTF form, the food grown form that made all the difference oh, for people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. That's yeah. right. He said that he heard something you said. He decided to go ahead and try it. And he said, that's what solved the problem. Beautiful. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. You know, I, that, that's the th- <laughs> you, and we never hear it unless we sometimes come together like this or if somebody decides to call in. But a lot of times you just people are so exti- excited. They just go on about it and sometimes forget it and forget where they heard it. So we're blessed when we hear back uh, the, the, the impact that this is having. And you're right. That empowers us to continue on in the face of a lot of occasionally or let's say uh, well, boulders thrown in the way, whether it be through regulatory hurdles or just negative influences that don't like to see the consciousness shift that literally are designed to hold us all back and keep us dependent upon others, which we're not into. We want you to become independent and free and that, that empowers us. Because I find myself saying the power to heal is yours over and over outside of other venues, outside of the you know radio. I've said it at advanced medicine seminars. Obviously I've said it at other seminars and somebody even said to me, so they said, Oh, that's Robert Scott Bell's. And I said, no, it's not Robert Scott Bell's. It's mine and it's everybody else's too because it's power to heal is yours. Yes. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, we're telling you it's yours. And it, that's so, it is really funny because a lot of folks will say, well, why don't you trademark? I was like, what do I, I don't give a flip about that. It's like me wanting to patent your genes. This yeah. is the truth. I don't patent the truth. You know, I don't patent the, you know, that's, but it's a whole different way of living. And, 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 you know, some folks don't get it yet, but if you're, if you're in the audience now, you probably do and you're smiling and laughing and recognizing that is the power that you have. And that's all we're trying to do is remind you of it each and every week here. Robert, I want you to just take a couple of seconds and talk about that advice that you gave, because I honestly don't know what that was, but it sure. obviously changed one person's life. So I need to make sure that I know this piece of information. Yeah, it is so said. simple. In fact, I want to do it. Let's take a break so we'll have time. This is really good balanced uh, day today on Advanced Medicine Monday, the first first day in the new time slot here. We're excited to have you on board. Of course, if you're downloading this later, it never goes bad. That's why we don't have to use any preservatives at all on Advanced Medicine Monday right here with Dr. Vitar. Check it out. We'll be right back. Live around the world, the Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, here we go. Advanced Medicine Monday. Dr. Batar thinks he's hosting this thing. He's asking me the questions now. What is up with that? <laughs> you're turning the <laughs> tables on me. Learn. I want to learn. Yeah, you're turning the tables on me. You're being who you are. Love you for it. Now, uh, yeah, the, the, the chromium story is a fascinating one because as a homeopath, I would address 
pancreatic issues, hypoglycemia, and diabetes with two particular remedies. One is lycopodium, homeopathic lycopodium, which is the club moss. And the other is iris, the purple and yellow flower, homeopathically, of course. Now, I've had great success over the years. And then, of course, because I kept my radar open, one of, the, one of my other sayings is willing to, go, you know, willing to go where the truth takes him. And, and sometimes people will challenge me, are you really, Robert? And I'll go with it. And if, it's, and if it rings true and if I can validate it, yeah, I'm absolutely. And so there was nutritional support coming. But that would be years later after this incident. I was doing video and film production many years ago before I got fully back into the healing realm. And at a certain point, we were doing interviews of doctors for this company. And one of the doctors was talking about something called chromium picolinate. And I'd never heard of this, chromium picolinate. And it was all about weight loss and blood sugar management. I was fascinated by it. I was like, how come I never heard of this other than hexavalent chromium with Julia Roberts in that movie, uh, uh, Aaron Brockovich, right? She was talking about the hexavalent chromium. But he was talking about something you're supposed to take as a supplement. And I thought, okay, what is this all about? Now, come to find out a few years later, that the U.S. government held patent on this form of chromium. And suddenly it flooded the health food store market, Dr. Batar. It was like suddenly it was everywhere. And, but, but when you look at what it is, it's chromium bound to picolinic acid. And picolinic acid is a waste product of cellular metabolism. It's cellular poop. And I'm thinking, this, isn't, this couldn't be the most efficient form of chromium, could it? And so years later on my show, I met another dear friend who, who became a very close friend who is a nutritional historian. He's known as not a doc because he doesn't like to be a doctor. So he, he told me about a food-grown form of chromium that was available via food like it is. And while well, it was in whole grains and even, even sugar beet, sugar cane contains high amounts of naturally occurring food state chromium. And they found a way to grow it into a matrix that you could take as a supplement. And I found that extraordinarily, I was able to immediately get rid of the hypoglycemia, but reverse type 2 diabetes and gestational diabetes, not just once in a while, but every time that we were really dealing with mass chromium deficiency, and these other forms of chromium were percentages or marginally beneficial, but because U.S. held patent on that one form, suddenly it became the de rigueur, or how do you ever say that in French, the one you had to do, and it turned out it wasn't the best form at all. Hmm. I didn't even know that the U.S. government owned patents on the chromium piconolite. Yeah, I know, but that's the, the fascinating backstory. I didn't know at the time either, but you, you suddenly say, how is the government not cracking down on this form of chromium because people are making pretty neat claims about it? And it was because they profited off of it. And it wasn't, mm. as I said, it wasn't even the best form. So you can get, a, you know, if you can get 5% success with that form of chromium with the GTF food-grown state, I've been getting 95 to 100%. And so that, that was the addition to my homeopathic thing that, that that man obviously heard and implied and had that same success that I see every time. And it's not fancy. It's not high tech. It's just very low tech. A mineral is missing. Put it in the form that the body knows what to do with it. You're, you're not wasting because we don't put too much in at a time because we know the body can only utilize so much at a time. And we're successful. So when somebody goes to get this, you're looking for the chromium that says GTF after it? Well, yeah, but some of them are kind of using that word, and it's not actually real. It may be, but it's not a food state like the innate response formulas, which is mega food out there. They do good work in food-grown nutrients, and there may be a few others out there. I've just had the most clinical success with that form out of everything else. Some folks were using the new chapter one, but since they got it bought out by Procter & Gamble, I honestly, I don't trust them anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's good information to know because especially in some of the formulations that we put together for our patients, I needed to know that. I did not know that. Yeah, again, this is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, just like you, staying open 
You know, I could say, well, no, I'm only going to use homeopathy. For, no, are you kidding me? No, I'm, I'm interested just as you are, which is why we get along so famously, because we maintain this open ear, open eye status to say, hey, somebody might come along with something I'd never heard of. Shocking among shocks. It actually works and we can integrate it and do better at what we're already doing pretty well at. Exactly. No, I agree with that completely, Robert. So again, I think the older I get, the more the more I feel like that poster where the chimpanzee's scratching his head with the book and he says the more I learn the more I realize I don't know the less I know yeah exactly and you know and then there are people that are very arrogant about their mental bodies and they'll say you know I you know I've probably forgotten more than you know it's like really and of yeah. course they, they may have a high PhD right uh, and, and and you know there are a lot of folks that really worship the mind in that way and it's like yes we need a mind a mind helps us it's a great tool but to, the, to worship it the way that's an illusion and it, it really feeds into a negative ego at that point and as I said we might have an ego. You might have an ego. You know, we need that. But the point is we're not letting it get in our way in this case. Well, Robert, though, I will say that, and I have said that, but it's usually when I'm talking to somebody who is has that type of attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I've been told that it's like a mirror, so I will be like a magnifying mirror. If somebody – the reason we get along so well is because, you know, of you and your personality. But some people think that I'm the biggest – you know, a hole out there, and the reason is because they're arrogant, and so I, I like to humble them by saying something like that. That I've got more information than you'll ever know, and you, know, you know that I've seen that. You've seen me. Do yeah, that I know, but it's I like it, to bring a doctor down to his knees. It's do- yeah, but it's done. In my opinion, it's done appropriately in those cases because you're taking down people that really they're they're coming in with uh, preconceived notions and a closed mind, as opposed to approaching these things with an open mind. And you got You got to break them down sometimes to open them up. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I mean, I literally like to break them down. Mm-hmm. I've been called, uh, I've been called a verbal. There was a term that somebody used, uh, verbal warfare. They said, "Doctor, I've never seen anybody as good in verbal warfare as you are." But I can tell you that it's not a, it's not something that I think about. But when sure. I come across a doctor or, some, or somebody that really, really, really thinks they know everything mm-hmm. and is arrogant about it and is belittling other people about it, I love that person because I just. I just take their legs out from underneath them and then give them an opportunity to rebuild up if that's what they want. But here's the reason why that's so mm-hmm. – it just aggravates me. I'm not doing it because – well, part of it – let me let me take this back. I was going to say I don't do it because it gives me pleasure, but part of it does give me pleasure. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, I do it because, yeah, let's be honest. But the majority of the reason, mm-hmm. the truth be known, is that people that think that way are going to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. It's just like this you know, vaccine – type mentality. This is the only way. This is the only way. And they're maiming people. Well, when somebody comes in and they really don't, one, understand, and two, are willing to see the other side, and they're in a position, especially of authority, they will be victims that they they will leave carnage on the side if you allow them to continue that way. And that's the only reason that you have to literally break them down because I'm seeing it as every person that you see as a provider with this mentality, you're going to continue to hurt them. You're not going to progress. You're not going to progress your own development, but you're also going to hurt other people. And that, you know, doesn't set well with me. No, I, and I'm but with there you. Is, you know. Part of that is, though, the pleasure of also just bringing them down to their knees. I, you know, I, yeah, I actually I enjoy that, too. It, it's just because of the reasons that you've just said as well. 
And, you know, some folks have said that to me. It just said, Robert, you've forgotten more than all. You know, they joke about it because we, you know, listen, we go out on the show. I had to do it six days a week. I got to throw a lot of information out there from my experience. And it seems like, hey, dude knows a lot. But it's the experience that I'm sharing with folks. It's not like I did this, uh, you know, starting a week ago. You look at, you know, the sum of your life's experience. And that's the kind of thing I have to share all the time, in addition to sometimes technical and mental and scientific knowledge. And I love it with the way Liam does it, too, because he doesn't have the full formal PhD education, but he can outthink and outduel PhDs any day of the week, much less MDs. And I love it because they can't, that's the worst when you can do that and you don't even have the degrees that they have. That's the worst for mm-hmm. them. Well, unfortunately with the allopathic physicians and not just, just not allopathic physicians, but physicians overall, whether they're integrative, natural, holistic, whatever. The one thing is that they always resort back to, mm-hmm. and I've seen this over and over again. Well, you're not a doctor. You yep. don't, you wouldn't understand. Right. I've seen them say this to other people, and that's when I come in. That's when I swoop in because they right. can't say anything to me. I have taught what they're talking about. You know, I, yes. I've walked that walk. I know everything on that side because I taught it. I mean, I was an ATLS instructor, advanced trauma life instructor, um, support instructor for 18 plus years. And that's the course that all doctors must take before they can do any work in an emergency room in trauma. So that is the advanced trauma life support course that's put on by the American College of Surgeons or advanced cardiac life support or PALS or any of these other things. It doesn't matter. My point is that if I'm teaching or have taught these courses to doctors on that side, they can't, they can't use the same BS with me mm-hmm. to BS their way through everybody else. They can't say, well, you just don't understand because you're not a doctor. Exactly. So no, that's one reason that you know, they can, they can, they've always got that safety net that if they get out thought by somebody like Liam, they can always come back and say, well, you're not a doctor. Right. And, and, that's, it, and, it's, and that's their yeah, That's their out. That's their, I'm leaving. I don't want to hear any more. I'm putting the, pill, the cotton exactly. from the pill bottle back in my ears. We're out of time here. And if you want to feel like what we're talking about, the next Advanced Medicine Seminar, Charlotte, North Carolina, sign up now, July 19th and 20th, 20th for everybody, 19th, 20th for all doctors of all kinds and backgrounds, holistically inclined. And then, of course, we got the Cancun one coming up in August. We'll get you more information each week as we approach it. Sign up as soon as you can. And in the meantime, remember this, the God's honest truth, the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show.